Hello and welcome to Moving Kentucky Forward. I'm Bruce Maples, publisher of Forward Kentucky, and today we are going to speak with Colonel Pam Stevenson. She is a state rep who is running for Attorney General and has a wonderful backstory and makes a great candidate. Let's hear from Colonel Stevenson. So we're here today with Pam Stevenson, who is running for Attorney General of the great state of Kentucky. Uh, Ms. Stevenson, welcome to Moving Kentucky Forward. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love being on news sources that provide information to Kentuckians so they can live their lives. Yep. So let's get this out of the way right up front. You are Representative Pam Stevenson. You are Lieutenant Colonel, right? Or Colonel? Colonel. Colonel. Full Colonel. All right. Sorry. Colonel Pam Stevenson. You are retired Colonel Pam Stevenson. So technically you're representative retired Colonel Pam Stevenson. And Reverend. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't know that one. Okay. Well, I'm ordained minister at Oak Grove Missionary Baptist Church. Okay. All right. So, so right Reverend retired representative Colonel Pam Stevenson. Good. Yeah. Uh, That's <laughs> Uh, if it's okay with you for this interview, I'm going to call you Colonel Pam. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> okay, that's good. Well, I'm really excited to have you on again. We've talked once before, and uh, I'm excited that you're running. But I have to ask, the very first question out of the gate is, why? Why are you running? You had this seat in the legislature that I suppose you could have kept for as long as you wanted it. Uh, so why drop that and jump into a statewide race? Well, as I said, I'm an ordained minister and my faith teaches me to who much is given, much is required. Mm. I served 27 years in the United States Air Force. I lived in 11 different countries. I did things for America, like resolve a hostage crisis, um, prosecute hundreds of cases, work with the United Nations, work with the State Department, deploy to the Middle East. I did multitude of things for America so we could reach the promise of America. And I served with millions of military men and women who took an oath to defend the constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. We lived for something bigger than self. For me, my whole life has been about service from when I started a, a ballet school in my basement of my parents' home in high school, because mm -hmm. we didn't have one in West Louisville, all the way through military service, all the way through the nonprofit, serving people. That's what my grandmother taught me. And I love being a state rep, but there's an opportunity to do something for the whole of the Commonwealth, mm -hmm. for, so that every family can thrive and that Kentucky can move from the bottom of the list to the top. OK, um, I ran for office, as you know, a while ago, but it was a local race. And so I was able to walk my district, which I did, I, unless you're going to pull a Lamar Alexander and walk the entire state. Uh, I don't suppose you're walking your district. So how do you run in a statewide race if you're not named Andy Bashir? Well, the what you have to do is make yourself available to the uh, to, to Kentuckians. So we do that in a multitude of ways. 
First, we travel. We travel quite a bit. If you look at Facebook, we're in every part of Kentucky with people who just want hope. Mm-hmm. They want their lives to work. They want their children to do better than they've done. And they want it to matter that they live. We are the hope machine. We go around, travel. We talk to people. We talk to organizations. Secondly, we utilize um, all the modern technologies, telephones, Zoom, all the different ways to reach people where they are. And then finally, I have the profound privilege of being an ordained minister. So I get to preach a lot. I love preaching. I love talking about the Lord. And I love making sure people see that they were put here for a reason. And I get to preach in different churches. Uh, you also did some preaching in Frankfurt last year. So, you know, I've 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 seen you preach at least there. So, okay, so you're you're running for this statewide office for attorney general. Uh, you shared some of why. What would you say are the number one issues that you want to deal with, assuming you get to Frankfurt? The attorney general's office is really not only the chief law enforcement officer, but it is the people's office. This government was built for the people, by the people, to serve the people. The AG's office has the unique opportunity to impact Kentucky statewide, to make sure that all the different committees she's on, the different law enforcement official officials she partners with, have a common goal that Kentucky rises. When you stand squarely in the middle of what can I do for Kentucky's families, you get a different result. Well, what specifically, though, can the attorney general do? I understand about legislators. I know they can do things and certain uh, executive functions can do things. What can the attorney general do to make people's lives better? Number one, everybody deserves to live in a safe community. Everyone wants to feel comfortable in their home. One of the things we can do is partner with law enforcement across the state to make sure they have the training that they need to provide the protection that we need. And then number two, that we build a just um, justice system. So it's two separate things. We, for as long as I can remember, human beings have needed someone with authority to resolve conflict. We have said that is in the immediate short-term police officers. So we've got to give them the training that they need and the resources they need to make that difference. And at the same time, we have to build a just system that treats all Kentuckians fairly. Number two, the um, we have a unique opportunity in Kentucky to take care of our most vulnerable. For example, the elderly, children, the differently abled, in my belief, the life of the elderly, we should be working to make the rest of their life the best of their life. In this state, um, fraud against the elderly is a multi-million dollar proposition. Mm. And the Office of Attorney General has some ability to wage war against that. Uh, so we're going to expand that, make sure that the elderly know what options they have. Make it easy for them to access and know when it's a scam. Number two, differently abled. People that are disabled need to have rights to different places, need to have 
uh, medical care. And we can do some of that, make sure those things are taken care of. Uh, and then children. In our system, we have a lot of children that go to home to home to home in the care of the mm -hmm. state. And they stand in front of a door with the social worker in a bag, a garbage bag full of stuff. That seven-year-old kid doesn't know what's going to happen behind that door. Mm -hmm. And they certainly don't know what's going to happen when the social worker leaves. The adults in the state of Kentucky have an obligation to make sure all children thrive. So that's the third thing. This The last thing is we have a drug, opioid, and um fentanyl epidemic. Mm -hmm. People need to be punished for allowing those um, drugs to flow into our state. And at the same time, we've got to make sure that people that are affected by addiction get treatment. We can't criminalize addiction. We've got to uh, have two plans, a long-term plan and a short-term plan. Mm -hmm. What had them go to drugs? Deal with that socially. The government is well situated to deal with making sure every citizen has shelter, food, education, and medical care. And then the short term, what do we need now to stop the tide? All three of those things can be helped by the attorney general's office. That's a great list. Uh, so explain to me then, I'm, I'm sort of assuming that Russell Coleman would have somewhat the same list. So how would your approach be different from your opponents? If you look at my history, I have been a public servant my entire life. My life has been, how do I make life better for communities and for other people? I will continue that focus in the AG's office and utilize the power of the state for Kentucky families. I don't see that on the other side is more of a, well, I don't see that on the other side. If you look at the history, where has the public service been up until now? Is this just an opportunity uh, to gain more power? What, where is your work before this office became available? I, I, I try not to ask too many leading questions in an interview like this. But I've been on Russell Coleman's mail list for a while, pretty much since he announced. And it seems to me, and you tell me if my if my uh, read of this is incorrect, it seems to me that he's really focused on what I would call an old style Reagan law and order sort of platform. We're going to put these people away. We're going to enforce these laws. Is that an accurate assessment of where he's coming from? Um, with his launch video uh, touting uh, his endorsement by former President Trump, mm -hmm. with his uh, all the things he said since then, it has been put people in bars. No real solutions about why did they get there and what can the government do to serve? And that's been the big focus to prey on the fears of people to get to an office instead of creating a program where all people can participate. Mm. We've got to make sure that people have hope and are empowered to live their full lives and to make the community better. I haven't heard that. But if you look at what I've done, not only what I've said, but what I've done, 
people leave this environment, whether it's the state rep or this campaign, empowered to make their life work and to make the community better. That's excellent. Um, so this past weekend, uh, you were at Fancy Farm. Uh, have you ever been to Fancy Farm before? Never been to Fancy Farm before. Oh, well, my, oh my gosh. Bless, bless your heart. <laughs> uh, so uh, our contributor, Barry Craig, was there, and he took a bunch of pictures. And I think pretty, almost the only down-ballot person that he got a good picture of was you. And I hope you saw it. It's a very good picture. Uh, how was that? How, how did you find Fancy Farm to be, and and what was your reception? Well, the um, it is a very very different environment, <laughs> and what I it's interesting to have all different types of philosophies, opinions, politicians together in one space. It's an opportunity. It could be an opportunity to really discuss things, to listen to the other side, but it's not that. No. no. So what there is to do is to, and there's even sometimes fun to make uh, jokes about people. It's not as long as it's not um, jokes that hurt, if you could. Mm -hmm. um so that was that was sort of fun to be on the stage to talk uh, to make jokes about the things they were talking about things that really don't matter to make sure that people understand that what's being said is number one not true number two is designed to fool you so they must not think a lot of you they think you can't read mm -hmm. so i was happy to have the opportunity to defend um the things they were saying and happy to have evidence of things that were true. It was a different environment. I uh, enjoyed being in the environment to represent the citizens of Kentucky. And that's, that's what made, made it worth it for me. So you can hear both sides at the same time. And then you decide based on the little bit you see who's thinking about you and who's not. Who has a plan to make your life better and who doesn't? Who is trying to divide based on hate and who's not? Hmm. So let me ask you this. Uh, obviously, I get a gazillion communications from the Bashir campaign. Um, I don't know that I have seen much from the down ballot people. I've seen some. I've seen some from you, some from others. So how are you working this campaign? I mean, you talked about being around. Are you are you doing many ads and are you planning on doing ads and other sorts of things as we get closer to November? Yes, I uh, we are. First of all, Andy Bashir is the most popular governor governor across the United States of America. That people appreciate. He doesn't ask if you're a Republican or Democrat, right or left, when he goes out to help. He goes out and he helps. He hugs anybody, even the dogs on Winnie's behalf. Right. And he makes sure to comfort those in need, no matter what the disaster is. He is there. Because of that and my extensive experience, I have been told that my resume is more has more experience than anybody that's ever held the job because I've done it internationally, globally, nationally, locally, and state. 
And I've done it for the right reasons, for a purpose bigger than self, so that people can thrive. And when I tell that story around the state, people respond and they mm -hmm. have a lot to say. Once they realize that I'm listening and that I have their best interest at heart, they listen and they talk. I had one Republican uh, ex official come to me after a conference and say, I'm a Republican and you're a Democrat, but based on what you stand for, I could work for you. That's all we need is a yeah. shot to make life for, better for people. I tell people often, I've been married to my husband 41 years hmm. and we don't agree on everything. But we agree on enough things to move this marriage forward. We can agree on enough things to move Kentucky forward if that is our intent. If it's not our intent, we tell lies. Hmm. So there's a question that I always ask candidates, every candidate I've ever interviewed. I always ask two final questions. The first one is, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I haven't asked you? Oh, that's a good question. I, I, um, for me, this is, I think Kentucky deserves the best and I'm obviously the best. And secondly, we need to be planning for the future of Kentucky. Mm -hmm. That in the next hundred years, when we have another pandemic, we should be in a much better spot. Our democracy should be tighter. People should be taken care of. We should not be repeating the woes that we've had this past three years. The next slate of elected officials will decide the, the direction of Kentucky and not only Kentucky, but the direction of America. Mm -hmm. And I intend for Kentucky to be leading the other 49 states. The Democratic Association of Attorney Generals is a very powerful um, group in terms of they pick particular issues that will help all of America to make sure that we continue to thrive. And that I appreciate that because together we can do more than separately and they provide that. So. I would urge all people, even though this is uh, the election is this year, 2023, if you are a registered voter, be engaged. Don't turn over your life. Don't turn over the future of your grandkids by not engaging, thinking that it's going to all work out. All right. My last question, like I said, is when I ask every candidate. So let's imagine uh, that you actually are knocking doors. And let's imagine that you're standing on my front porch and I've opened the door and you've introduced yourself. And I ask you, all right, tell me why I should vote for you. What's your answer? When um, it's, it's interesting you should say that. The reason why, because I, I had I was speaking with a Republican lady and she gave me a, a laundry list of all the things that Democrats do wrong. And when she finished, she asked me, why would I want this job and what would I provide? And here's what, I have lived 27 years uh, serving America, the promise of America, everything we're founded on. And Kentucky has that same promise. We have a unique opportunity with the person who has the skills, who's done it at a larger level, who has the right focus on Kentucky's families to make Kentucky thrive to get off the bottom of these lists so that our families can do what every family across this world wants. Make sure their children do better. Make sure 
they can take care of their families and make sure that their lives matter. We have an opportunity to empower this state, empower families, and utilize our resources in a way that lifts up people. And, and when we lift up people, when they win, Kentucky wins. Mm. That's all I want is for Kentucky and Kentucky's families to win, to live this one life in a way that's masterful, according to what you say, to love deeply and to think at the end of the day, you'd be able to say to yourself, I did that thing. Retire, uh, retired Colonel Pam Stevenson, Representative Pam Stevenson, Reverend Pam Stevenson. I should interview every interview you every week because I always leave interviewing you feeling so good. I I love talking with you and I love listening to you. Now, my wish is that between that by November the what is it the eighth seventh seventh, seventh. all right by November the eighth that you have had a significant promotion from colonel to general. That's what we want. We want to be the toxic general Pam Stevenson here soon. And I and I will be back for that because I think Kentucky's worth worth fighting for. And we're gonna do this. We're gonna make sure our systems are fair, our justice systems are fair, and that people get what they want. So I'm happy to come back. Thank you for the interview and good luck. Thank you so much. That was Colonel Pam Stevenson, the Democratic candidate for Attorney General this fall. I love talking with her and always feel energized and inspired whenever I do. I think she would make an excellent Attorney General with her background and experience and her passion for the people of Kentucky. I hope you will get out and support her. I know that I will. Thanks for watching or listening to Moving Kentucky Forward. And we'll see you next week.